about to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. <laughs> swing here in St. Louis, Missouri. She is Maria Kina. She is the band leader of the Knights of Swing. You can find them on their Facebook page, 16-piece orchestra. And she is not just a gifted band leader. She is not just a gifted newswoman. No, no. Tonight, she is a teacher. Say what? Yes. And joining us now is her pupil. Sean Malone has been uh, shadowing Maria Kina this evening and learning about the duties of the news anchor here at the Voice of St. Louis. Sean, welcome aboard. Good to be here. Yeah, turn Good the button here. on. That's uh, lesson go. one. Hit the on button. <laughs> well, I thought Matt Pajeski was going to turn it on for me. Now no, you no, do no, it no. yourself. Up, up, by PJ up in Big Market <laughs> Radio, I didn't think I'd have to run my own board anymore. <laughs> well, so so as you know, folks, you've been you've been here what five months? About August. I started late August. Yeah, so. yeah. Sean Malone, by the way, great name. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. like a quarterback. He sounds Sean Malone like a quarterback, and you've been uh, can't throw like a quarterback. Though. Well, that's why you're here at KMOX. Yeah. and and uh, you've been you've been toiling under the tutelage of Maria Kina here this evening. Uh, tell me what's going on. Oh, just kind of shadowing her on, you know, learning the ropes of anchoring the evening news, mm. things of that nature, mm. you know, recording the overnights. I know that'll be coming up as well in a little bit here. So good fun. And Maria, what kind of a student is Sean Malone? He's a good student. Yeah? Yeah. He's, you know, the good thing is he's not like a, a total newbie. He's done this before. Yeah. So it isn't like, it's just that. This is new for him. Uh, and and then, you know, the tricks of being the news anchor. You got to do that, uh, according to my calculations, about once an hour. That's correct. Uh, here at the Voice of St. Louis. What are some of the uh, what are some of the pratfalls that uh, young cub anchors uh, <laughs> fall into in, in doing the news here on the Voice of St. Louis? Oh, let's see. Having the computer crash on you is, you know. is a big one. That's a that's a big one. Yeah, yeah you can uh-huh. handle that, right, Hancock? Oh, yeah, buddy. Uh-huh. And then keeping your act together after it does and not just wanting to be like, ah, and go running out of the room with your hair on fire. So just kind of those things, preparation for that, you know, things that that might go wrong. Breaking news, you know, sometimes you literally will be coming in here when something is happening out in the newsroom and you're trying to get the facts together. Well, and how how does one deal with that harsh reality? It's experience, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, it. It doesn't. It doesn't take a whole lot once you, once you figure out what what's going on. Um, it's just a matter of putting it all together and not letting yourself get flustered. Now, who's writing these newscasts? Are you uh, <clears throat> are you writing the newscasts yourself? Yes, and Sean is a reporter. Yeah, also yeah. writes his pieces, uh-huh. and then I use those, and then I implement. I insert little things, other stories in between there to make up a newscast. We're not. We don't have time constraints when we have a local program. So, Sean, have you uh, <clears throat> have you anchored? A newscast yet? Uh, one on Christmas evening. Oh. I had to come in and yeah. sit, stay here as the anchor in the building for the second part of Christmas, oh. and only one newscast wind up coming up that had to be anchored. So, 
Got my feet wet doing that. I've done news anchoring before, but that oh, was yeah. the one that I've done so far here at KMOX. Where were you doing news anchoring prior? Uh, KFMO in Park Hills, Missouri was my most oh, recent Park stop Hills, here. Park Hills, Missouri. Yeah. Where's that so, at, Hancock? That's in southeast Missouri, Michael. Okay. Park yeah. Hills uh-huh. is... Uh, About well, an hour south be, here. Yeah, there used to be to several little towns there. You had the Loge down there. and mm-hmm. uh, What were they? They combined all those Flat towns. River Flat was another River one was as well. There. So they all kind of combined into Park Hills. Yeah. Um, Deloge is still its own town, right. um, but they don't have its own high school at this point. That's a part of North yeah, County and, High School and, in Bonterre. And Bertie lived in Park One Hill, of my favorite things Deloge. to do whenever we hear of someplace in Missouri, which I've never heard of because, you know, I, I live where the people are. <laughs> uh, John tells me exactly where, where, where it's at. Yeah. He knows everything about Thanks. Missouri. I've been to every county of this state multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got hit with a lot of snow today. Park Hills did, did they? Well, south of us certainly did. Branson did. I was going to say, and when Farmington. I left to come up here in the afternoon, we didn't have anything up until that point. Wait a minute. You live in Park Hills? About a little bit north in Bonterre. Bonterre, mm-hmm. well, also that? in St. Francis ah, County. Yeah, also. Uh huh. Yeah, out by Washington. No, I, a little bit. Yeah, you, know, you got to. Where Borgia? You the, hang a right, and yeah. then you get into Washington County. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about Washington, Missouri, which right. is in Franklin oh, no. County. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sean's talking about Washington County, the county seat being Potosi. Mm-hmm. Ah. And uh, there's the, a jail is, there, right? There Potosi? is a jail yep. yeah. in Potosi. Mm-hmm. One so, of the correctional centers. That's where it is. Bonterre is another one as well. Did you get an internship the there when you were a kid? No. No. I'm not from out here, so. You're not? He's from no. New York, buddy. Long Island, New York. Where the real snow is being hit. That's where what my makes first you folk, choose Park Hills to settle down in. Not where, it's kind of what shows me. So I was uh, before I moved out here. I was a part timer with iHeart in Connecticut, uh-huh. um, looking to go full time. So I didn't have to do odd jobs on the side for my schools at my college's admissions office. And my boss there at the time told me the only way I could go full time is if someone quits or gets fired. And uh, didn't exactly want to wait around for that to happen because you never know if that's going to happen and if I would actually be the top candidate or if he's just saying nice things to keep wow. me around. And uh, a J98 out of Farmington was the first place uh, to offer yes. me a full-time okay. job. And so. I understand you were recently engaged. Yes. What? So is this young lady from Missouri or did she yes, come with you from local. New York? So. Oh, look at you. You came to Missouri <laughs> and did some farming, huh? <laughs> so Mrs. Malone, what, is, uh, what does she do for a living? Uh, she is taking a new job with a nonprofit, actually. Going to be helping out with uh, the homeless in Jefferson County and Franklin County areas. Oh, about very that? nice. Yeah. So a, a, a young lady with a big heart. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which you got to love that. Uh, have you? Have we set a wedding date yet? No. Probably going to be sometime in the spring of 2025. Well, so we can put uh, some let, me, let me suggest uh, when you have the wedding, you might want to engage the Knights of Swing uh, <laughs> to um, to perform. I, you've done some weddings, Maria. We yes, we've done a few. Yes, <laughs> you a wedding singer, Maria? I I well yeah, I sing with the band. So yes, right. if we're doing a gig, it's a wedding. Would you, you cut us a deal? Some... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, because I come from a very big Irish family on the East Coast, so it's not going to be a cheap wedding when we do it. It's going to be we're going to try to find ways to cut corners everywhere we can, and the family will love. A 16-piece orchestra. Yes, they will. They mm-hmm. truly will. Oh, people will be out there dancing. Yeah. 
having a good time. Yeah, now, do you throw in music besides swing when you do a wedding, or do you? Well, now, uh, if people come up and request something goofy like uh, Usher, celebration, for example. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah which they not, do. She's not doing any Usher out there, Michael. right? It's, that ridiculous. is not happening. No. Uh, it, it's got to be within that realm of of music that we do. Actual music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, with it, lyrics and charts. Yeah, right. If it, <laughs> like if Billie it falls, Jean is not going to be played by the sixteen. If it falls no. under the genre of music, they'll do it. If it's all this yeah. stuff they're gig. Kids John was not to. a fan of Usher yesterday, guys. Uh, nor I. And, uh, I didn't even get it. Right, did, I liked it, but I'm you know clearly younger than you guys. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> who is it? That wasn't it, though. I mean, who is I mean it, Usher's man? no spring chicken, by the way. Might I add? He's been doing this a long time. I like don't know. You just take his shirt off. He started. He started off. He started off as a ticket taker, and now he's Usher. I mean, that's how someone had a good joke where if you didn't download any of the songs performed last night illegally off of LimeWire, you shouldn't be commenting on whether or not it was a good performance because that's my generation. That's who that performance was aimed at. It was, was all those songs from the early to mid two thousands. Was yeah. he on roller skates? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, I would think mm-hmm. so. That'd be kind of hard. I, I was curious at going. The car wash. I was mm-hmm. curious going into this mm-hmm. performance how much showmanship there was going to be because last year was the first year Apple Music took over as the sponsor for the halftime show. But with Rihanna eight months pregnant, there's not really much you could do. So I was curious going into this one how much showmanship there was going to be. And, and I think that was. was noticeable how much was happening around Usher the entire mm-hmm. time. Well, there were people falling down and jumping and thrown in the air. Yeah. And then he was taking a shirt well, off. Let me tell yeah. you, those people had nothing on my toothpick wielding in the kitchen is all I can tell you, man. I, I had that <laughs> sucker. I had that sucker. Second, it was like it was like watching the, the Ginsu knife commercial. The second uh, that it, Jim Brown threw it to commercial, Hancock went in there and he went after them little weenies. He was stabbing oh, at those. Not not just the weenies, buddy. Not just the weenies. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the spinach roll-ups, the the, uh, the the chicken wings, that toothpick, man. Spinach roll-ups. The hard oh, part with no. that during the Super Bowl is you, there's almost no chance to step aside because even during the commercials, there's a, you know, everyone's going to be talking about, though, the big, big commercial the next day. You know? It's, yeah. it's hard to find a moment to step away during the game and Half-time go show. get your stuff. There. Yeah, you can, especially yeah, there. when there's spinach roll-up. Oh, oh, oh with over wrapped in, in bacon, but. Buddy, well, keep, keep you can wrap a look. rock and bacon. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't say that. Yeah. You said spinach roll. Well, the blue ribbon roll ups. Who and they eats got the, spinach the roll? Spinach up. is the base. They got the the bacon wrapped. That's around. weird. Have you ever had spanakopita? Come on now. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard Hancock, the whitest guy I know, act like he's a Greek? <laughs> he married a Greek lady, so whenever he talks Greek, like, uh, Kelly, have you ever had the baklava? <laughs> and then we will have the, what's the name of the lasagna thing? Huh? Pastizzo. The, 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 the it's pastizzo. Pastizzo. Look you got him. the pastizzo, you got the, you, you got I mean, the. Uh, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> what? I mean, you're just Mr. You're, you're you the, the straightest spani- arrow I know, you and got then all the of a sudden he starts using these words like, Ah, oh, spatacopia. You got the spanakopia. Oh, oh, Kelly, spanakopia. Uh, the coulombieres are, are very good oh, in the coffee in the morning. Oh, yum, yes. yum. Yes. Boy, I wish I had some of those. You right dip now. those in the coffee in the morning, you can't You can't beat it. See, what you do is you put the spinach with the the spanakopia. <laughs> so crazy. All right, let's get back to our education here. Okay. Uh, so young Sean Malone here, mm-hmm. newly engaged, as we have just learned here on The Voice of St. Louis, mm-hmm. has been uh, under your tutelage now for how long? Uh, uh, three hours. <laughs> he was out on a story. How so. much How much more uh, before we turn the microphone and the on button over to Sean Malone? Well, whenever he's comfortable, he can do it. What do you think, Sean? You ready to roll? I mean, when's the next newscast coming up? 10 o'clock live? 10 o'clock. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. 
Sean Malone is going to do the 10 o'clock newscast tonight for the first time since Christmas. <laughs> the second time in KMLX. Yes. Well, that'll be something. All, the only thing you have to do is endure me and Kelly for the next 45 minutes, and then you can hear Sean Malone's newscast. Uh, I didn't know there's an endurance test going on with this, too. Oh, buddy, it's not It's not easy to listen to this. Uh, it's certainly not easy to do it. When we come back... Yes, sir. Well, the the ads from the Super Bowl, Michael. Oh, and, my and the, favorite one. And the food from the Super Bowl. I'll, I'm going to talk to you about my favorite ad. Later this hour, mm-hmm. later this hour, Yes. Michael informed me of a miracle. Oh, yeah. You guys mm-hmm. haven't heard about this? Yeah. Oh. Let's wait till the bottom of the no, hour. No, you got to tell them what it's about. <laughs> well, some got knocked up without having a partner. It's a stingray. A female a, a stingray, female stingray is was in an aquarium by itself, and it got pregnant. The second coming? Hello. <laughs> wow. We'll talk about it after I've this. I've got this figured out. See ya. <laughs> I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Did you ever read about a frog who dreamed of being a king? It's the Jewish Elvis. And then became one. Right here. Who's that? That's Neil Diamond, David. Oh. Did I take you to the Neil Diamond concert? Yes, you did. It was a lovely evening. It really was. He was singing all of his big hits. Uh, This is one of his best. Sweet Caroline. This was one of my favorite commercials. By the way, anything that has Neil Diamond in it automatically wins. For you. Uh, for me, because, yeah. I mean, I mean Neil Diamond is just like... The like soundtrack said, of our lives, Michael. The jazz singer. On the boats and on the planes, they come into America. I thought that was John Cougar. No, that's no. Uh, Neil, Neil Diamond. Diamond. So, But he, he was the uh, star of my favorite uh, commercial last night. It was the reprise of the VW Bug bus. You remember the bus the VW the had? Scooby-Doo, buddy. Well, I guess Scooby Doo. A lot of the surfers had them back bus? in the days. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're bringing it back. John they're bringing Hanka. it they're back. They're bringing back the bus in 2025. And guess what? Electric. It's going to be electric. Of course. I, and so see they how I knew that. they started with that song. I am. I cry. Mm, can't slip one past old Hancock over to here. no one else. So that was my favorite. Uh huh. But I'll tell you one that really had me giggling last yeah. night right. was. Uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is just, I like a guy who can make fun of himself. Yeah. It's kind of what I like about you. Yes. It's a lot, well, you've got you've got a lot of material you can work with over there. But, <laughs> Indeed I do. But, I mean, he uh, he he was uh, like a good neighbor. He couldn't <laughs> say neighbor. And so they kept having him repeat it, yeah. repeat it, repeat it. I saw that. You, yeah, State Farm. That was Cute an excellent Ed. commercial. He had, uh, what's his name out there, for the Jake guy from State Farm. You had Jake in that uh, ad. The, the other one that uh, was good that had a lot of star power in it, mm. J-Lo. Yeah. Now, this was the uh, Taylor Swift Super Bowl. I think that's what this will be remembered as, yeah, the Taylor yeah, Swift yeah. Super Bowl. And she but, wasn't in any of the ads. No, she was. Oh, she, she was. She was sitting behind a, a, a board looking for something and, and walked her husband, Ben Affleck. Taylor Swift's husband has been half. No, like, come oh. on. No, I'm talking about J Lo. Oh, J Lo. J Lo. All right. But J Lo uh, was sitting. I thought she was married to Alex Rodriguez. No, she's married to Ben Affleck. Is she married to Ben Affleck, or they're they're engaged? Maybe. Wasn't she married to she Alex well, Rodriguez? She was with A Rod for a and while. And then she's married. To she that didn't like the drugs. Columbo she, she guy. Said it was too much steroids. What? 
uh, Columbo. And she had the Columbo. Peter guy. Falk. No, I, no. I, let she me was married. ask you one more question. No, no. Nah. Who was she married to, Peach? It was the, it the other guy. It was a singer. Oh, oh Mark Anthony. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Columbo. And uh, I get, I, I get, Mark the, Anthony. I get him confused. I can't help it. Columbo. So the, she, I, I thought his name was Columbo. He's yeah. Mark Anthony, and then she's married to Alexander Rodriguez, well, and now she's married to what you, ben, you call him? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is, of course, you know the movie uh, Goodwill Hunting. He did with uh, Matt Damon. Yeah. They reprised uh, their uh, Boston camaraderie and uh, friendship and uh-huh. did a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. They did, and they I included probably the most famous resident. Of Boston, but he doesn't live there anymore. Tom Brady. Tom Brady was, was in included in that as well. I didn't that recognize was a cute anybody ad. in that ad. I saw the ad. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't pick Ben Affleck out of a, you know, Affleck commercial. What about the uh, Budweiser commercials when the uh, when the the Clydesdale showed up to deliver the beer? You saw that, right? Hmm, I must have. Is been. there anything? Oh man, there are nothing better than the Clydesdales. Perhaps I was into the chicken wings at that point. Yeah. yeah. Well, but the Clydesdales, you know. Oh wait, no, they delivered the uh, beer uh, to the uh, yeah. to the to where was it? To a bar. Oh. Yeah, that, that was a deep plot line, a hard one for you to follow. Yeah, I could tell. I don't know the Clydesdales I delivered yeah. beer. Okay. To the bar. All right. In the snow. Oh, that's lovely. That was also a very good one. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we, of course, uh, you know, anything with the Clydesdales, man. And they put the puppy dogs in there. They will never and... beat the commercial from the Super Bowl where they did landslide with Stevie Nicks. Really? Is that the one where the, the Clydesdales take a knee looking at uh, no, no. the this Statue of No, no. This is the one where the guy, he's training the baby Clydesdale. Uh-huh. And he's training him and training him. And then finally it's his time to go off and he sends him off and... The Clydesdales are in a parade, and Stevie Nicks is singing "Landslide." Will the landslide bring you down? And then the you Clydesdale know. and the Clydesdales coming, and he sees the guy that trained him, and he goes over to him and kisses. Him. Gives him a little smooch. It was. Uh, I still. I, I. I'm crying right now. If you want to know the truth. Well, uh, have you that, ever seen this that one? Was, was not a Super Bowl commercial that I remember, but post September 11th, the Clydesdale hitch. Uh, was in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and it pulled up, and it's there, and you it put, know, bent the knee, and it bent the knee. Yeah, that was that. a great commercial too. One. But anything with the Clyde Dills is great. Arnold Schwarzenegger was awesome. Uh, I'll tell you one thing: I don't get Hollywood's ruined it. Yeah. Everything is a superhero movie or an alien. Nobody makes the Hunt for Red October or the Godfather or a love story anymore. The Notebook. Everything's got to be. A superhero from Marvel or some other place, and every one of those movies that was previewed. Now I, uh, I'll, I'll give some reprieve to the ones that were cartoons for kids. Okay, fine, whatever. Huh. But all the other stuff, uh, you know, Deadpool how in the heck did I and, miss all these commercials? I, I watched the game. All, all they had. Uh, I did uh, see the one with old uh, lions and aliens and stuff coming yeah, out no, of the world. Yeah, yeah. My, my, uh, but the one that had the guy in it, I thought was really good. The Wicked? Did you see the Wicked commercials that you're talking about? No, no, no. They they had the guy. Um, uh, You know, the guy. Uh, What's his name? Oh, that guy. Peyton Manning. No, it was... uh, You say the guy, I say the guy. He was on the the old guy. Wilford uh, Brimley. No, he's dead. Uh, uh, this was the old guy that's not dead yet. It, it's uh, it's uh, he was in the you know the thing he, and uh, the president of the United States, no, Joe no, Biden. No, he was in the thing no. and they, they'd be you know in the space and he had the thing and he was and they threw the they threw the cartoon character that looked like a football and they threw him up at the uh, Captain at, Kirk. 
Yes, that's who it was. It was, but it wasn't. Oh. It wasn't. What's his name? It was the other guy, Picard. Uh, Picard. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, him. Beam me up, Scott. Yeah. And the, the actor is uh, what's his name? It's uh, uh, he's a British actor. Yes. Um, he's but very it's uh, Patrick Swayze. Patrick no, Stewart. Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> I was very close. And Let me so just tell he you, picks we up the he picks up the, he, he, radio he time picks up the the guy the, the cartoon character that looks like a football. Who was that? That was that. What was that guy? Uh, uh, hey Arnold. Yeah, it was Hey Arnold. He picks him up and he and he throws him up to the. You I didn't know. see that one. Well, he, they showed it twice, and then and then uh, the Hey Arnold guy didn't make it to the mountaintop because he needed to rappel over there for some kind of reason. Yeah. And uh, who knows what they're advertising? I don't. And then uh, then they have a pig. And then they had the guy on the stage, the singer. Uh, What's his name? Um, okay, Crane. I think. What about what about the Crane? I don't know. It was. Uh, what about the BMW commercial with Christopher Walken, where everywhere he goes, people are imitating him? I didn't know who it was. You did really? I saw the commercial. You don't know who Christopher Walken is? Apparently not, uh, because you know I said to, I said to my my wife there, who is that? I said, who is that guy? She said, that's Christopher Walken. I said, that's not Christopher Walken. Uh, yeah, and it. It well, was, and it was everywhere he went, he went to the McDonald's, he went to the to the to the mall, he went to the, everywhere he went, people would imitate him, which I can imagine people would do because he's Christopher Walken. And and what was the ad for? A BMW. Oh. I believe it was a, an electric BMW. One. All the cars I think they were advertising were electric cars. You know, that's the future. Mm. That's what they're saying. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with all those batteries. Well, well, I, I guess they'll probably store them in a smaller place than all the CO2 we've thrown into the earth. Oh, boy. Uh. Hey, he's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. We're going to step aside when we come back. Have you heard about this stingray that was in an aquarium with no opposite sex member? What do you hear what happened? Probably listen to this song. Uh, you know, this could be romantic. It's gotten a lot of people pregnant over the years. They get you amorous, yeah. All right, we'll be back. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly, sponsored by Insperity, HR that makes a difference on News Radio 1120, KMOX. All right, so this is a real story. You're not going to believe this one. A staff in an aquarium in North Carolina North were left Carolina. confused right, after a stingray. North Carolina. Became pregnant what? despite there not being a male in her tank. Say what? A stingray became pregnant so despite there not being a male stingray. in her tank. Now, in her tank uh, mm. were other fish, okay. sharks, and other animals, uh-huh. but no other stingrays. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's believed uh, that the stingray could, in fact, uh, well, could have been pregnant because it uh, 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 it got knocked up by a. Uh, I don't believe in the fish a kingdom, shark. Michael. We call it knocked up. What do you call it? Well, it was well I mean, listen, fertilized. it wasn't planned. They rarely are, Michael. When you're, you know, you're alone uh, in a fish tank. And a recent ultrasound showed there. that there was possibly three pups. Right. Stingrays, uh, she explained, uh, could be possibly have sex with a, a, a shark because they come from the same... Uh, lineage. All right, let me. I don't buy it. Let me see if I can explain to you exactly what's happened here, Michael. I think what we're dealing with is the rena ancylostoma, or the bowmouth guitar fish, the shark ray. It's a species of ray and a member of the family Riandae. Its evolutionary affinities are not fully resolved, though it may be related 
to the true guitar fishes and skates. This rare species occurs widely in the tropical coastal waters of western Indo-Pacific and occasionally North Carolina. What are you talking At about? At depths of 90 to 300 feet, highly distinctive in appearance, Rena ancylostoma has a wide and thick body with a rounded snout and a large shark-like dorsal and okay. tail fins. How is this related to this? Its mouth thing forms that... a W-shaped undulating line. And there are multiple thorny ridges over its head and back. Okay. It has a dorsal color pattern what is... of many white spots over a bluish gray to brown background with a pair of prominent black markings over the pectoral fin. We are talking, Michael, about the Rena ancylostoma, which has now been created by the mating of a stingray really? and a shark in the aquarium no. located somewhere in, in the North bowels Carolina. of North Carolina. Well, but there are also, so one theme, one theory is that it was a shark that did it, which I guess is what you're suggesting. That's uh, along the lines of what I'm suggesting. Also, um, there uh, is belief that there could be a process in which a female can produce an embryo asexually without an egg being fertilized with sperm. Um, they Let are... me ask you a couple of probative questions here. Michael. Okay, I'll do my best because I'm just reading this from is the, the Is the stingray fish named Mary? No. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, so you're thinking that the stingray fish may have produced an well, egg and fertilized its things. own egg. They believe that it could have been some type of asexual reproduction uh, that, you know, nature always finds a way, or uh, that it could have been a shark um, that could have uh, impregnated it. Hmm. Uh, sharks and stingrays are very closely related. Well, as I just explained. So interbreeding is theoretically possible. So we could the be talking about... The animal is due to give birth at any day, mm. and there will be updates on their fa Facebook page as to how it happened. Here's Wait what I minute. think. Wait a minute. The fish has a Facebook page? Well, the 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 the, um, the aquarium. Oh, here's what I think right. happened. I was going to say, if this fish has got a Facebook page... This really has happened before in zoos, it where has. they have kept animals separate from other animals, yeah. okay? Uh -huh. But then they find out that, you know, it's someplace or another, At night. even though they weren't in the same cage... Yeah, yeah. They were close enough for projectile to oh uh, be exchanged, oh etc. Oh I believe that even though the, the 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 stingray may not have been in the same tank as another stingray, it was in some type of a tank that maybe had some type of a, a, a cross, lining or cross a, tank yes. fertilization. They call that hello. And so you're you're saying that there's some cross mm -hmm. tank fertilization well, going on I here. Just, I think it's a shark. I don't think it. I think an asexual reproduction would be something that would have to take period over decades. Uh, you know, and I don't think that an animal just suddenly starts asexually reproducing. It would need something, something that would have to evolve. Now, maybe there's something to this shark having, but shark and a stingray, they don't look anything alike. I mean, that's, is that the same as like a cat and a dog having sex with each other? Well, they, they you, couldn't have an animal together. Yeah, you don't want to do that, Michael. Well, of course you, not, you, but it, a shark and a stingray are just as different as a snake and oh, a cat not. and a dog. Oh, they're They're very similar. You got the shark over here. He's got the, you know, he's got the fins and, uh, you mm -hmm. know, the breeze mm -hmm. in the water. And you got the stingray over there. He's got the, you know, stuff. He's and, got the pointer. Yeah. And, uh, you know. You know, that's what killed the guy. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, Steve Irwin. Yes, yeah, so in, down in Australia. Yeah, right. a stingray right into his heart. That's why you got to be careful if you're out there but with they, a stingray. But did you ever notice when you go to aquariums and stuff, they get the stingrays imagine, there, you can pet them. Imagine they a stingray them. crossed with a shark. How deadly would that thing be? I don't know, but I don't want to be mean, in the ocean if it's around. You've got, I think there's a Peter Benchley movie in here somewhere. Who? Peter Benchley. He's the author of Jaws. Uh, well, that would be Steven Spielberg movie. He was, the, he was the director of Jaws. Peter Benchley wrote the book. Really? And the screenplay. I did not know that. Well, now you do. And, really? Uh, yes. Have you read the book? I, no, Jaws? No. Yeah. No, I can't Have even you sw- read uh, Jurassic Park? I know. I can't swim. Oh. Uh, well, you so. did. You, you got a swimming merit badge. No, I didn't. Oh, we found a merit badge that old Hancock doesn't have. Oh, no. The, the swimming. Um, so what, what you do, you go to Boy Scout camp. Yeah, and you got to you got to you got to swim a hundred yards. Yeah, to get your so you can go in the deep water. You didn't do it. Uh, I did some of it, and uh, so they wouldn't let me go in the in the deep water. So I was in the four foot water, which is fine when I was like twelve years old. You right, know, just splashing around out there. Yeah, but as the older you get, the less likely it is that you're going to go into the deep water anyway. Well, now you just kind of let except, the water lap at your feet. Well, the problem is at the the last day, the Saturday. Of, of summer camp. They have the water, water carnival. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, everybody's doing the mile swim. Was it hot out there? there? They've got the watermelon that they put on the bottom of the greased watermelon. you uh-huh. got to grab it and you know, so forth. And, of course, all the kids that can swim are out there doing that. And I'm now the senior patrol leader of Troop 769. Yeah. And uh, it's the water carnival. So I'm in charge. I'm, I'm uh, like all the right. coach, Michael. Yeah. I'm directing all the. From the land, members. did you have floaties on your arms while so, you're uh, giving instructions? And uh, <laughs> so I'm directing all the scouts to the various competitions in the uh-huh. water. You got the, you know, you got the mile Billy, swim. Billy, get over there and do the. The mile swim. Yeah, the relay. Yeah, and so I've got all that going on. And then uh, and then it came time for my competition. Uh-huh. Uh, is a what, what we like to call the intermediate swimmer. Okay. Uh, which where the water depth is approximately <clears throat> four feet. Okay. And... Uh, so, you know, I'm at this point, 16 years old, I'm probably right at six feet tall. Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, I am uh, competing with a bunch of 10-year-olds. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> in, an, in an effort to, um, how should I say this? Um, in an effort to blow a ping-pong ball mm-hmm. uh, from one end of the water to the other. Oh, really? And, of course... You know the ten-year-olds have an advantage because they're like they're right close to down the there pong. next to the pink. Yeah, you got to get bent I'm, over, like playing snooker, right? And uh, which <clears throat> I don't like to talk, yeah, Michael. As you know, here we go back. But the fact that you can't nobody swim, nobody blows a ping pong ball in four foot water like I do. Now it, it was uh, in fact play that music again, Matt. And let me tell you the story of this, Michael. Uh, there I am. There's yeah. a line of seven of us out there. John uh-huh. Hancock from Seven Six representing. Troop 769, Willowbrook Elementary School, and there's Jeffrey and Sam and yeah. 10-year-old kids. Uh-huh. And the referee comes out to the down the dock. Blows the whistle. He drops the ping-pong ball Yeah. on top of the water, each of us with our own ball. We're about three feet apart, spaced. Boom, boom. And things, boom, boom. and as I recall, this was one of the later events of the competition, and Troop 769 was still very much in the running uh-huh. uh, for the overall medal yeah. at the water carnival. Uh-huh. So it all rested on the guy's shoulders who couldn't swim. The, the leader, the leader, we yeah. like to call, the quarterback, 
of the, the Boy Andy Reid, if you will, be the, the Andy Reid and perhaps a Patrick Mahomes <laughs> of no, two seven sixty nine, and the whistle blew, and I blew. Yeah, and I'm blowing that ping pong ball, Michael. Yeah, and the ten year olds are blowing the ping. Did you push them under. Did you no, hold them under while no, you were blowing. No, but I'm blowing and I'm yeah. blowing, and I, 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 after about the twelfth blow, <laughs> I've got a lead. Yeah. Yes, I'm about a half a length. Uh, I had a Sam from uh-huh. four sixty seven next to me. Uh-huh. Michael. Yeah. It may have been my finest hour. So. I won. Congratulations. The ping pong ball blow. At the uh, water carnival. It's Espar F Scout Ranch, 19. Miserable place. I hope I never have to go there ever again. 1979. You ever learn how to swim? No. Seriously? Uh, no. You, did you ever have a desire to learn how to swim? Well, sure. Especially when I'm drowning. Uh, now you're going. You're going out of the country here. You're going to have to fly over an ocean, and you can't swim. Well, they got the little things under the seat that you blow up. Oh, you're going to pull the uh, the life yeah, vest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be fine. Okay. I can swim. I just can't go very far. What do you mean you can swim? You can tread water. No. Uh, but I can, you know, move my arms and legs and get from point A to point B as long as point B is, you know, like fifty feet away. Buddy. Yeah. In Wait. a pool, I'm great. What are you, you put do? me in what a swim? What are you gonna do if your young little grandchild walks in and says, Papa, I wanna go swimming? She's taking swimming lessons next summer. You gonna go learn with her? I know how to swim. You don't. You just said you don't know how to swim. You had to blow a ball with a bunch of kids. Well, but I but you I just don't, you know, I go down instead of over. Oh Lord. This is my problem. It's uh, you know, it's uh, gravity, Michael. It's uh, you he, know he's John Hancock, the non swimmer. I'm Michael Kelly, the swimmer. We've got one more segment with you. We're going to take you to the news and, whoa, the debut of Sean. Second view. Oh. It's the debut. The debut of Sean Malone Mm -hmm. right here on KMOX. Working on a nightmare. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On KMOX. All right, so folks, uh, just a quick reminder for you that uh, this is the Hancock and Kelly Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. This is Monday evenings. We do this on Monday evenings from 8 to 10 o'clock, anytime the Cardinals are not in season. Right. So as the Cardinal season comes back, they'll be playing balls on tomorrow, Monday night. First day of spring training. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. Right. And any night there's a ball game on a Monday night during the season, you won't hear us. But that rare occasion that they take a Monday night off. There here will be. We will be right here. Right and then here. don't forget, Friday mornings, we just come in 830 to 10 or so. We take you all the way there. Te- and do. then Hancock and Kelly, the television show, yeah. Johnny Hancock, yeah. which is on Fox 2 right here in St. Louis. And uh, that's at 830 on Sunday mornings. It is. That's us, man. We got quite a little bio there to tell everybody yeah, about. You know, whatever. Hey, um, so tomorrow is Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. I thought we just had Mardi Gras. Well, I mean, what the heck was that? The so whole there's weekend? a Mardi Gras season. They had the dog it's, parade out there. The with season the... from, I think it's the season from when the guys show up with the gifts, the gifts of the Magi. I think from then what until. What are you talking about? In the Bible. Yeah. The, the, the that gifts. happened. That happened when Jesus was born. In in like January. Well, yeah, maybe. Right, know. and so I think from that day till uh, the Tuesday before. Um, um, you know, is Wednesday. is what they call uh, Mardi Gras season. All right. Mardi Gras is actually Fat Tuesday because on Wednesday we have uh, Ash Wednesday. All right. And and that's the beginning of the Lenten season where you fast. And in the Catholic tradition, you give up stuff for, uh, for, for Lent and you don't eat meat on Fridays. Did you know that? 
Yeah, but I thought they made a change on that, didn't they? Didn't they well, say- they say you can eat the meat now, you know. But uh, I, I, uh, I, I'm going to give some stuff up. You going to give something up for Lent? No, I, I'm, I no? mean, yeah, I mean, I, you know, no. Have you thought about maybe trying to be just a bit humbler? Uh, as it relates to your um, snooker playing, well, you know, I think it was Johnny Paycheck huh. who said, "Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble." Yeah, but I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah, well, I, I mean, as a as a person who gets to compete with you regularly mm-hmm. on snooker, uh, I think it's an area you could work on. Really? Uh, yeah, humility. I, yeah, a little humility. I mean, uh, for instance, when you win a game, yeah. It's it's really uncouth and and not uh, necessarily looked upon favorably when you complain about your own performance after winning. Well, it has to be said. Um, if, if, to I'm, be said. if I'm doing less than I'm, you know, not meeting my expectations. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's disappointing. I'm gonna give up sugar. Sugar. I haven't. I've never done it. I'm always afraid because I like snacks. I like treats. Well, I you like know, there's sugar cream. and stuff that you don't know. There's stuff that you don't know. There's sugar and stuff. Well, I mean, so uh, you got to watch the stuff well, that you're I, eating to see if there's sugar in the stuff yeah, because well, there's a I lot of sugar, sugar and stuff that you don't know there's sugar yeah, in the like stuff. Like I'm going to still have fruit and stuff like that. There's but sugar. I'm talking about, of course, but I'm talking about like synthetic sugar, like a candy or an ice cream. I'm gonna, I'm gonna or ice cream cake. I'm gonna stay away from it. Yeah, cake. Cake, cookies? ice cream, cookies. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go Reese's peanut the whole butter cups. season. Reese's peanut butter cups. How yeah. long is the Linton season? I think it's forty days. It may be a little bit longer yeah. than forty days because I don't know if they count the weekends or not. Huh. Maybe it's just work days. <laughs> <laughs> probably not, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you think, yeah, you think on weekends like that's, I can that's go the IRS. No, that's uh, the IRS. Yeah. No, you're talking about the the Bible here. Well, I was trying to negotiate there with you to mm-hmm. say that it'd be all right for me to have ice cream on the weekends. Yeah, you can't do that. No, if so, you're gonna give it up, you give it up. I got to do the whole forty days. Yeah. Mm. So I'm not going to have, I'm not going to eat liver. Liver? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm well, give it I up. mean, we know you eat spinach, so you, I do you, like you could give up spinach because you had spinach rolled up for Super Bowl. Uh, the blue ribbon roll-ups. Yeah, with some bacon in there. Bacon wrapped Cheese in there, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Hey, he's John Hancock. Are I'm we Michael done? Kelly. Yeah, we're grateful that you spent your time with us. Now, you're going to stick around here. You got the best of Glover. You do. Then you're going to get uh, um, This American Story. Our American story. Yeah, and then we're going to take you to our... before that, you're going to get Sean Malone doing his second ever uh, anchored newscast here on The Voices. I'm going to scamper into the car so I can hear it. Michael Kelly, thank you. Matt Pajeski on the board. Excellent, as always. We'll see you around the corner right here on KMOX.